Joseph Patrick Luciano, a former producer of a political talk show, a former restaurateur, a father of two, a proud San Diegan, and now running for governor of California. Of course, the question becomes, what will Joseph Luciano do to help California if elected governor? Join us for this hour as we find out more about the man looking to make a difference for the Golden State. Join us for the Joseph Luciano Show. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to the Joseph Luciano for Governor's Show. Uh, I tell you, folks, it's getting crazy. The ballots are coming out. Uh, Unfortunately, Joseph did not actually get on the ballot but they left a box down at the bottom for you to put his name in and just put Joseph Luciano mark in the box because I I truly believe in the short time I've known Joseph and I have done my vetting on Joseph, this is the kind of a governor we need. Somebody that's not in the back pockets of of, uh, special interest groups. He's not a hardcore politician. He's not been tainted any way, shape, or form. He goes from one end of the state to the other, listening and talking to you and I. He doesn't have bucket loads of money, so he doesn't have a money train behind him, you know, putting out every kind of ad, you know, imaginable. Whether the truth is there or not, it really doesn't make a difference because you can do your own vetting on some of these politicians. So this is the kind of a guy you really need to sit down and take a listen to. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me back. I know, you know, we kind of had a little bit of a discussion off air. You're a little bit disappointed as the, you know, the way this state's been going. But when haven't we been disappointed the way the state's been pushing their agenda? You got, I'm listening to, I can't even believe the Governor Newsom has the nerve to do an anti uh, recall Governor Newsom commercial. I think he should just say, you know what? You guys don't want me, fine, and pack up and leave. But why? I mean, he just, he must think we're stupid. Well, I think he's got his eyes on the big prize still. Even still, after all these atrocities, I I think that he really believes he could be the president of the United States of America. I think that that's what he's, he's going for in the long run. I think he's trying to save his face and save his entire political career. Right. Because why, why on earth, you know, clearly, the, it's not just a Republican recall. The Republican Party didn't even endorse a candidate, so this is not a Republican right. recall. We know there were signatures from every party in large quantity on the recall petition. So this is not just a recall by the Republican Party. Right. Clearly, the California, the state of California, we the people, are against Gavin Newsom right now. So he's, he's, he's running a campaign for the rest of the country to think that this is just some Republican anti-Newsom campaign. Right. It's unfounded. And that's what it appears to be to me. But the proof in the pudding is you don't see anybody that I'm aware of moving to California. They're moving out of California. All the big car manufacturers are gone. Uh, Elon Musk is gone. A lot of big corporations have packed up and left because of the way this guy and his predecessors, we got to admit, his predecessors have ran this state. Tell me this, don't you kind of think if they can get that one state mentality through in California, then they're going to try to do it clear across the United States? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I, you know, I think it's coming from the from the greater global government right now. Sure. I think it's a 
I think it's it's an agenda that we can see they're trying to test across the globe. Um, and California and New York is are certainly their their first two battlegrounds to try to get into the United States. Right, and they don't care what their governors have done. They don't. I w- I was I have to admit I was a little surprised that uh, Como stepped down. I thought for sure he would stay and fight. Yeah, but it's an interesting thing. But it's like you just said, he has further, you know, ideas and dreams. And being recalled, I think, eliminates you from running from president, doesn't it? I, I believe it does. I so mean, I think that's certainly... why he's just stepped down. Yeah. That way he doesn't have that, that monkey on his back. Newsom, yeah. not as sharp, I don't think, and he's still going to fight the fight. He thinks he's got all of the people. But they already just did on the news the other day that they caught some guys stealing ballots out of, other, out of people's mailboxes. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't think Newsom really does think he has Any enough problem. of the support behind him. I think that he thinks it. Or I think he knows that he's going cheat. to be able to cheat his way into yeah. to a victory one way or another. Well, I can't remember the group, but it's a nonprofit organization. And they they came right out and they sent letters to every county saying, we're going to be watching you. You know, and it, it was a lawsuit. And they said, we are going to be watching your voting system. We're going to be watching. See, I got mine. I wrote your name in. I even sent a picture of it to you just to prove it. I appreciate it. And I'm physically going to drive down to my drop-off polling station September 4th, and I'm going to put it in the the machine myself. Thank you. I am not going to rely on mailing it to anybody. Yeah, we've seen so many red flags already at this point. Did you see the thing about the hole in in the envelopes? If you don't put it in the right way, if you're trying to mail it in, if you don't put it in the right way to, to where your vote is is showing away from the holes, then anybody can see whether you voted yes or no on the recall. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. You're kidding. Yeah, and there's so many other red flags. We've already seen videos of people stealing ballots yep. from uh, apartment buildings, and there's there's a lot Somebody of red flags. Somebody said you could download the ballot online. I haven't confirmed that. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't confirmed it either. But when I heard that, I said, "Are you out of your mind? You're gonna down. You can download. I hell, I can. I got a big printer. I can download a bucket load of those things." Yeah, yeah. If if we start putting this on a purely digital platform, it's that's a total mistake. We need to physically go in. If you do have impairments or if you can't make it, we get it. Fine, mail it in. But you have to do the best you can to protect your vote because it's your vote. Yeah. And if you don't think your vote's worth anything, then fine. But if you do, you need to protect it. You can't rely on anybody else to protect it. Ideally, we would have one voting day, a written ballot, uh, your signature that's already verified with the state would be on that ballot. And that would be the best way to ensure that uh, we would we would have the least amount of cheating. Yeah. And ideally, I mean, if, you know, hypothetically speaking, if 100% of registered voters voted, right, then it would it would hypothetically be impossible to for cheat. any cheating to take place because we would all know that we all voted, right? right. So, I mean, you know, we the, we the people should be organized to this extent. We should be more organized than our government well, is. And right now it's the opposite. We've been doing this a while. Yeah. We've been voting a while. Right. We should sort of have it figured out. It's like baking a cake. You yep. know, once you learn the recipe, well... Or in the restaurant business, you know, and, yeah. and, and not to change the subject, but I had the owner of Nona. Oh, nice. From uh, Little Italy. Mm-hmm. I had him in a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about his three restaurants in Little Italy. And I thought about you. I should have called you and had you come in. Yeah. But I just digress because <laughs> we were talking restaurants. But, you know, the thing of it is, it's our vote. We need to protect it. 
And we just got to figure out a way to stop the corruptness. And I think you should show an ID. Oh, yeah, that should be a no-brainer. It's the stupidest thing And I mean, the the same people who are opposing showing an ID are the same people who are begging for vaccine verification. I mean, come on, how crazy is that? That is so crazy. That is so crazy. It's, you know, and we'll just touch on that a tad. It's not been verified. The FDA hasn't authorized it. I know they're pushing the FDA to authorize it. The booster's not going to be authorized. They want to make your kids take it. They want to put... Have you ever noticed when somebody pushes something on you a lot and really hard, doesn't that make you skeptical? From the same people who charge 400% and upwards, of you know, of most like pharmaceuticals, me- life-saving medications. I mean, okay, yeah, you're just going to start handing something out for free and yeah. we're going to believe this is a life-saving medication. And now they're saying if you're not vaccinated, guess what? If you have we had a guy that's waiting for like a, a kidney or something, and because he's not vaccinated, they took him off the list. Yeah. Is that insane? And now we have life-saving surgeries being postponed because of a shortage of health care, all sure. while they're talking about firing and actually following through with firing health care workers because they're refusing to be vaccinated. It's mind-blowing. But the White House, if you don't want to be vaccinated, they're okay with it. Yeah, places that you, you don't. notice that? Yeah, places you can work where you don't need a vaccine. The White House, Pfizer, etc. Hello. It's crazy. It's crazy, folks. Oh, this is not about a virus. This yeah. is purely about control. Totally about control. It's josephluciano.com. 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 Folks, go online, read what he has to say, verify it. But when you get your ballot, write in Joseph Luciano and mark that dot. Fill it in and wait till September 4th and physically take it to either to the registrar's office office or to your polling booth. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Luciano Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the Joseph Luciano for Governor Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. So, Joseph, I noticed some of the top-tier people that are running for governor have decided not to have a debate. Oh, yeah. What is up with that? Well, we talked about that last time. I've been trying to tell everybody. I, I heard I heard it right from the horse's mouth that, you know, the uh, the front the front runners, I like to call them the flagship Republicans, uh, are not going to be in a debate. And, you know, they, they kind of acted like that wasn't going to be the case. But we haven't seen Larry Elder and Kevin Faulkner and Caitlyn Jenner, you know, all get on the same stage. And with what's the gentleman? Kevin Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Uh, et cetera. You know, they're all people who are going to be getting a fair percentage of Republican votes. They should all be getting on the same stage so the Republicans can have a chance to see, actually, you know, see and compare, have some public discourse. So because we do need to unite our vote. And sure. it blows my mind that the California Republican Party hasn't taken the initiative to make that debate happen, hasn't taken the initiative to help Republicans unite their vote with an endorsement behind a Republican candidate. And it, all while Gavin Newsom calls this a, a Republican recall. So no matter what, all this money right now that's being spent on this recall, it's going to get blamed on Republicans no, sure. matter, no matter what. So if Republicans don't get a Republican in there, it looks like a huge failure on, failure on our part. Well, but haven't you kind of noticed the Republicans, have, they're, they're like my wife and I at breakfast were talking about it. She goes, why are they so silent? Yeah. Not only in this the recall, but 2022. And 24, really, when you come right down to it. I mean, they're just not saying a word. They're just letting letting 
you know the the you know life just roll out in front of us yeah but not saying a word i don't get it well i mean the rnc is essentially a non-profit organization they don't they're not held accountable for actually making sure that conservative values are upheld so you know at the end of the day it's it's about money to them i think that right now they're they're probably getting more money from the opposition to american values and mm-hmm. and they're they're fine with sitting back I, you know, I think already they should be talking about who we're going to push in there for 2024. And quite frankly, I think we should be talking about Rand Paul because he's the only one who's really standing up to the medical tyranny, which seems to be the biggest threat right now. Uh, he's always been a great leader. And, and personally, I think we need to start that call for Rand Paul 2024. But yeah, also 2022 right here in California, we have an election for a four-year term for the governor, um, you know, as well as a lot of other important local elections and congressional elections and we're not hearing peep about it really we're this recall is just serving as as a distraction for all of that if we don't get a republican in office right now without a doubt and you know it's funny when when you and i first met first person i thought of was donald trump when i met you and what i mean by that is donald trump used to say why not give me a try let me see if i can do something different than the establishment which we know the establishment has never changed and never done anything unless it benefits them. And I'm speaking left, right, center. I think we need to bring somebody in like you. Yeah, you're on a four-year limit. Okay, so you got four years to get your act together. And, And I think people should be given a chance. But Larry Elder, I have absolutely nothing against Larry Elder. But I'm tickled to death that he's been a radio DJ almost his whole career in California, which says, geez, heck, I could have ran for, you I should have run for governor. You, just as yeah. good. you know what I mean? Yeah, you should have. But but Larry was, that I'm aware of, has never been a business owner. No. Caitlin, never been a business owner. Both of them probably been catered to their whole careers. Oh, yeah. No one has catered to you because you've catered to everybody, especially in the restaurant world. Yep. So I like the fact of bringing somebody in, not a movie star, like Ronald Reagan, you know, God bless him. Yeah, I I like think we should bring in a businessman or woman that has walked the walk and can talk the talk. And everything you and I have ever discussed, everything I've ever read about you, is your values are what I call family values. Take Absolutely. care, take care of the family first, right? Absolutely, yep. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm raising my two kids. My my son is ten, and he's wanting to go back to public school this year. I'm homeschooling my daughter, who's seven. And I'm just, that's the thing right now, every day it's, it's watching, watching what's going on, yeah. you know, with, with the, I'm, I'm part of the, the threatened people, you know, that's the way I look at it. I, I consider myself a member of we, the people, and we, the people are very threatened right now. Uh, you know, Ronald Reagan, bringing up Ronald Reagan, you know, he said the nine scary, most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> I think that's how we Californians feel in general. And, yeah. and right now the, the government has, has got its hands in all of our cookie jars. It's encroaching more on us every day. And I'm I'm here to really stand up and be that voice. I know that there's a lot of people who feel like they, they can't even speak up in their own lives, in their own workplaces. They might lose their income. I know how important that is You know, for many people. I'm fortunate enough to not be in that same position. I'm fortunate enough to have my, my family taken care of right now. And to be able to give back to the state that's done so much for me. But you're absolutely correct. And because I, I know nurses, I know school teachers that do, don't want to deal with the rhetoric of state of California, but they're scared to death 
not only losing their weekly income, but their retirement. And for the for our state to threaten you with your job and your livelihood, I mean, that's got to tell you something right then and there. Because you haven't shown me any proof that what you're doing is a betterment for the American public, especially in California. Yeah. Not one thing. We need teachers to stand up right now. We need healthcare workers to stand up right now because they're they're being they're the the next uh, wave of extremely threatened people. Right. You know, your teachers have essentially been, uh, you know, friends of the teachers' unions and friends of the state for a long time. Uh, same same really has been the direct the recent direction of the healthcare industry. But as we can see right now, we're really being divided, and and they. They did that with uh, with schools, shutting schools mm-hmm, down, mm-hmm. and now they're doing that with the medical industry as well, kind of creating this us versus them. And it's it's the teachers who can't, who with conservative values, with family values, who feel like they can't speak up within, you know, their their own occupation anymore. They're going to lose their job or lose their income sure. or lose their respect. And now the same is is happening directly to healthcare workers. They're having their jobs threatened if they don't get vaccinated. Which I mean, in just 2019, in a in a NICU situation, even a nurse could make a decision to either wear a mask or get a flu shot. So why mm-hmm. now, all of a sudden, right. with something that doesn't even threaten a younger population as much, is are, are school teachers being threatened to lose their job if they're not vaccinated? For example, I mean, this whole thing is just—it makes no sense. It's backwards. Yeah. And since you're not a doctor, and neither am I, where'd the flu go? Yeah. Have you seen the flu lately? Well, I I looked up statistics. <laughs> I mean, it. it completely disappeared the highest that the numbers have ever been were in 2019 and then it completely disappeared in 2020 and prior to, to 2020 uh coronavirus had our statistics had always been kept under the cold and flu statistics so i mean it's really just a, a great deception smoke and mirrors yep. smoke and mirrors and that's what they because if they can get this over on it i mean they what's that old adage you know you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Yep. They knew they did it in 2020, and now with the Delta variant. And again, I'm not a doctor, but they're saying that they can't tell the difference between the flu and the Delta virus, uh, variant right now. Yeah. So I mean, we need and and when we need when when we talk about the medical community, we need to talk to the medical community. There's a gentleman out there, Doctor Mercola. I don't know if you've ever looked at his yeah, site. Yeah, come across a few. And He's they're one of dropping them. him left and right. I mean, they're taking him off off his platform as much as they can because he's a black and white doctor. He tells you what you should take in the event you have it. He tells you what's legit, what's not legit, and they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Anyway, we don't want to be doctors much more. <laughs> so in the next segment, we're going to talk about you know where you go next. I mean – because you're getting close to the end. We've only got not even a month away, less than a month away before that vote comes in. And so I'm really curious to see how that's going to go. So, folks, if you want more information on josephluciano.com, uh, go to his website. You can look at all of the documentation that he's put on there. And it's all documentation that you can verify yourself. There's no hidden agenda. He's not being paid by any big, huge corporations or or industries uh not saying that they probably would like to come talk to him about it but he comes he comes to you and i know this sounds corny and you all know i am not a political person i've never done a political show in fact joseph is the very first person that i've ever done a political show with 
and it's because I believe in what he's doing. I believe he has yours and my best interests at heart, especially our children. He has children. He has the most adorable wife on the planet, and if he crossed the line, she'd smack him. <laughs> you haven't got a preach. Am I right? She'd smack oh, yeah. you. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we still got a couple of more minutes. So are you doing any uh, town halls? Are you getting out there still? Yeah, on uh, Tuesday, actually, I'm going to be at the Carlsbad Women's Federation uh, oh, up there in North County uh, speaking. I believe uh, John Cox is going to be up there as well, mm-hmm. a couple other candidates. Uh, get a chance to have a little roundtable conversation. And, and yeah, I've been I've been getting out there as much as possible. I, I took a peek at the – I mean, we had 160 speakers at the San Diego Supervisors meeting last week. Was that, that crazy? Yeah, unreal. Yeah. And they were not happy. No. <laughs> nobody is happy i don't think they i don't think this i don't think the supervisors realized what was coming no i i don't think so i mean i don't think they would have let that many people speak even jim desmond who is our our favorite supervisor yeah, down absolutely. here and absolutely amazing even he said it was a little overkill <laughs> but that's but, good they but, need it hey exactly see because if we if we're complacent then the the people in power say ah they don't care yep they don't care. that's just like the last show i did about off-road which San Diego Off-Road Coalition has been wanting to invite you to their meeting. They're going to have you down there because the off-road community is massive. So I think what we will do when we come back, because uh, people can go to your website, josephluciano.com, find out where you're going to be speaking, people you can donate from a dollar to a million. It doesn't make any difference. Oh, yeah. But I, I kind of want to talk about what we're going to do, let's say, once you get in the governor's office. What's the first thing you're going to do? What's the second thing you're going to do? And what are you going to do about the people that are there? Because the people that are there are, are not your friends. Nope. But you can't afford to wipe out the whole cabinet. You can't wipe out everybody, you know, without having somebody, to, you know, that can fill the, fill the bill. So let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Joseph Luciano for Governor Show right here on FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to the Joseph Luciano for Governor Show right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. So we got Joseph in the house. So, okay, everybody wrote your name in. You made it to the big house. You The first day on the job, you know, you're surrounded by a lot of people that probably weren't happy that you're there. Oh, yeah. So what can you do in a situation like that? I mean, you can't fire the whole, you know, the whole Sacramento capital. No. What no. Do, you do? do you say, all right, guys and girls, here's the deal. I'm in charge. You and I are going to have a you're fired. Now let's see if I'll rehire you mentality. Well, I would look at it like a business. I mean, essentially, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk in there with my mission statement and I'm going to talk to my employees about what we're going to work to do. Uh, it's going to show itself very quickly who's going to work with me and who's going to work against me. Uh, and I'm going to find the people who are working in the same direction as me within the Capitol that, that want to work with me. And I'll because get that's them the- a good point. I'll bet you there are a bucket load of people in the capital oh yeah that think just like you and i they're already there trying to do exactly what i'm trying to do oh yeah i know that absolutely and i'm just i could walk the same road that they have i have great respect for the fact that they've been pounding their head up up against walls to get where they have but i'm just i don't have that same patience all right I'll, i'll admit it right off the bat i don't have that same patience i'm here to get the job done my my kids are being threatened right now Mm -hmm. you know i'm like that that you know uh parent animal who's just 
my, my kids are being threatened and I need to get these enemies out the way. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure that there's people within the Capitol who are there to help me do it, who are experts in their field to help me do it. But I'm, I'm not going to walk in, in there with, you know, a naive perspective and sure. think that everybody who is holding uh, the authority right now is, is there to work with me. So, you know, I'm going to lay it out on the line. Here's what I'm here to do. And, and that's going to, you know, show a lot in itself really quickly. Um, but, you know, to, to get down to specifics, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a stand. You know, whoever takes Gavin Newsom's place is only going to have about a year in office to do anything. Right. And we have to be honest. I think wasting time and money with audits, uh, wasting time and money with firing certain people, uh, it's the complete opposite direction that we need to go. It's exactly what they would want from a, uh, you know, a newbie in, in the political world sure. to get up there and do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a stand. Everything that they're trying to push through right now, I'm going to make sure that it doesn't happen because we have a one-party rule in the government in, in our capital, and that's, I mean, that's a danger. Regardless of what party it is, that's where the danger lies is in, in one-party rule. So I'm going to lay right down in front of the Democrat legislature, and I'm going to veto everything that they push through. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm the only candidate that I've heard even say anything like that, and that's what Gavin Newsom himself is actually afraid of. Mm-hmm. I just saw an interview with him. They asked him, what can somebody do in a year that's really a threat? And he said, well, they can lay right down and they can veto everything. So it's interesting that I'm the only candidate here who's actually talking about what can be done that the other side is actually afraid of. And, of course, the mainstream is pushing my voice out of the narrative as much as possible. Yeah. Well, and so let me let me be the devil's advocate. What if they come across, Democrats come across something that makes sense to you? Oh, I then mean, you'll accept it. I mean, if they're pushing what I'm trying to push, then absolutely. If all of a sudden I find people that are Democrats in the state right there in our state capital that are ready to abolish personal state income, for example, then let's get to work, folks. I don't care what party you're in. See, and I think that's why, folks, I back uh, Joseph, because he's he's not a politician. He's a man that's going to try to run a very large corporation that'll give benefit and profit to the state of California and all of its employees, which are you and me. I mean, it's a bit, that's why I've always said a businessman, a good businessman will always do better for a state, a city, a County than, than a politician. Cause politicians are all being, and I hate to say it, not every single one of them, but a lot of them, they've got other agendas and it's called money. Absolutely, yeah. And we have to watch out for big businessmen as well. I mean, that's that's kind of another True. side of the danger because I think there are a lot of, you know, people who see that there's a lot of money in politics right now and, you know, they're they're they don't really care who they're making money with, where they're getting it from and they they think, "Okay, well, if these guys are doing it in the capital, so can I." Right. So we we have to be ready for that danger as well. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. That's why I say vet your candidates. That's why I'm out here as much as possible, as accessible as possible to the people. Uh, you know, I put my own cell phone out there on all my uh, social media profiles. Anybody can reach me anytime with, with anything. Plenty of strangers have called me, and I've answered the phone and answered their questions, not knowing what what the heck, you know, organizations they do or don't belong to or who they actually are care. or not. I do not care. I'm here to speak the truth. Right. You know, like it's, it's coming from me. So as long as you speak the truth, it's, you don't have to cover for your lies. And that's the thing, you know, that we, that's what we're catching our government in left and right. They clearly are working on something. It's, it's the, pol- the real politics are happening after dark. 
You know, there's there's enemies of the Constitution domestically everywhere right now, and that's what we really need to do is step up and run for these offices where we can see enemies of the of the Constitution are occupying. Well, it just goes to show you when the left gets all the power, they're so power hungry that they can't help but tell you what they're going to do. Yeah. And, you know, laws are broken, you know. They're doing things that they know the lot that what they're doing is illegal. Yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna come yell at them? Who's gonna who's gonna reprimand them? Who's gonna take them out of office? Who's gonna impeach them? They really think nobody. They really do, and I mean they don't care. That's the other side of it too. Crazy. Gavin Newsom has had I think up uh, six lawsuits uh, taken to the Supreme Court that have court that have ruled against them at this point throughout this you know 2020, 2021 process. And, uh, you know, his throughout that process, what his lawyers seem to reveal is that he's not going to stop disregarding the Constitution. Right. He's going to continue to make orders as he sees fit. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to catch him in being unconstitutional. Right. It's our job to bring up the lawsuits. It's our job to recall him. He has no regard. These None. people don't care, and they're just going to continue to do it. That's why I say we all have to get smart. It's not about, you know, going out in the street and becoming a powder keg. We all really have to read that Constitution, do what we want to do with our lives, and not let anybody stop us. For example, Rosa Parks, right, she wasn't out in the street causing problems, looking for trouble. She just wanted a seat on the bus. And it's doing stuff like that that actually is going to change the world for the better. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. And and you're right. I mean, what's the old saying? If it doesn't make sense, follow the money. Yep. Uh, and, and there's no reason... I mean, the state of California can be such a phenomenal place to live if they would allow us to live our lives and and, and, and be equitable. I mean, I understand that the state of California you know, used to say they were broke. I understand they got more money in the coffers they know what to do with. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to assess that whole situation. I, I want it. That's why I want my hands on it. I want to see the truth, to be honest with you, because the state of California just admitted to losing $30 billion dollars all, all within the process of 2020, uh, in in money that was supposed to be going to COVID relief funds, right. they admitted to losing just that, right? And that's what we caught them in doing. So, I mean, how much money are they actually lo- right. actually losing? And then they're acting like they have a surplus. Why would that be the case if you're going to the federal government and begging for money to do anything about about land management, etc.? Uh, why would we not be using our surplus? I totally, totally So agree. I don't know where our money situation actually is. I don't think that anybody should actually feel like they, they have any clue. No, I, I don't either. And then, and then when Gavin Newsom dumped hundreds of thousands of gallons of fresh water into the ocean. Yep. What the heck was that about? And you're trying to claim drought situations. Yeah. I mean, this has been going on for 30 years, though. People are starting to open their eyes to Finally. it. Finally. But they've been dumping water for dumping water for 30, 30 years on top of that of course we're failing to build reservoirs and uh yes. you know anything that can catch rainwater and whatnot so that we can actually the snow runoff if yeah, nothing snow else. runoff etc but we are actually dumping water we have been for 30 years we claim drought conditions and this is all what moves the money around because now we have people like todd gloria just you know Ugh. down here in san diego our, our mayor who's just parading around these new uh, water recycling plants. Why on earth do we need recycling water, Mr. Gloria? Can you talk to the the state about not wasting our water? Yes. Or if you really want to do that, what's wrong with uh, uh, desalination plants? We have all, and everybody says the ocean's rising. 
well, there's a way to bring the level down. Yeah. Start doing. I mean, and I'm not a rocket scientist by any. But if I can figure it out, that's a scary thing when they can't. Yeah. You know, and and I think that. But the only way that this is going to work is we've got to get the right people in office, not people that are paid for by Soros, not people that are paid for by the big corporations and the big pharma and the and the Googles and the Facebooks of the world. We need to leave it to the actual people that can legally vote. There's been people who their entire lives, they have lived it trying to avoid selling their soul. For lack of a better way yeah. of saying it, right? That's There's great, money that we have all avoided because mm-hmm. we know that we could go out and do certain things and get certain attention and take certain money. And there are certain people among us right. who have actually lived a life to avoid selling their soul. Right. We we have to put these people in office right now. I'm one of those people. I've, I've turned down big money because I don't want to sell my soul. Right. And I mean, I, I'll be damned if I'm going to see anybody else take office right now that at least, you know... It, we need one of these people who has refused to sell their soul because we we can all be guaranteed that whoever takes office, they're going to be offered money Ugh. like we can never believe. Right. They're going to be offered power like we could never believe. That's right. And we need somebody who can say no. Right. Period. Well, and, and again, I go back to the Trump mentality. Whether you like him or not, he has all the money in the world. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need anybody's money. He, goodness gracious, he gave his salary back to the country. That's true. And nobody would talk about it. Nobody would talk about it. You got to get somebody in office that can't be touched. And I know it's hard to do. And I think it's easier. Or make it obvious who's touching them, or, to be honest with you. Exactly. Because then you, I, I'm not sure that really anybody can't be touched. You look at JFK. I mean, you, God rest his soul. It's uh, I, I think at this point we're living in a country where anybody can be touched. But the problem is we don't know who's touching him. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. And the, and then the people that are touching him. I mean, I still haven't figured out what the agenda is for California under this leadership. I don't understand it. Well, they're not going to be cut and dry about it. That's the thing. I mean, we, we have to understand they are working on something. But what could it possibly be? It's not Turning on the transcript. A third, world, a third world country? Is that what they're trying to do? Communists. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they're trying to create a street class and an elite class because yeah. that's what serves communist conditions. That's right. Every single legislator that we have in the state of California is a communist. We have proof of it at this point. In July, California passed the nation's first taxpayer-funded fixed income program. Okay? Nation's first taxpayer-funded fixed income program. Every single state legislator voted for it. Every single one. It was unanimously passed. That includes Kevin Kiley, who's running for governor right now. If that does not out all of them as pure communists, if that does not say what the agenda truly is, all in the midst of all of these things happening, they're going to take more taxpayer money. Jeez Louise, that's just absolutely insane. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We got one more segment right here on the Joseph Luciano Show. Make sure you stay tuned. This is FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to This is the Joseph Luciano for Governor Radio Show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Been sitting here chatting with Joseph for about an hour now, and it's important for you folks to really – vet who wants the governor's seat now granted 
There's a lot of people in there. And unfortunately, Joseph didn't get his name on the ballot. Might have something to do with the fact that he wouldn't take a whole lot of money from a whole lot of big people. So they kind of smacked his hands. And that's fine. You can write Joseph Luciano. It's not hard. Not very many letters. Because you need to look at this getting Newsom out of office as a fresh look. Somebody different. Somebody that's not a politician. Somebody that's not holding their hand out. Somebody that's willing to drive coast to coast and talk to you. He puts his cell phone out. He'll talk to anybody and everybody. And if you give him a chance to at least explain what he is trying to tell you instead of arguing with him, not saying that that's happened, but I'm sure you've had a couple that are against you that called oh, up. Absolutely. But you got to listen to what the man has to say. He's local San Diegan. He's a family man. He's got children. You know, he's doing this for them. He's not – and then you and I are secondary. I'm going to tell you flat out. He's doing it for his family first and you and I second. And that's a good thing because that's the kind of a politician you want. You don't want somebody out there that's looking to write a book deal, looking to retire at the age of 42. He's looking to make sure he has a better place because we're all on this planet for a reason. You never got into politics until – when? how old were you? Well, uh, <laughs> and right now, I guess. Yeah, like 36. right now. Yeah. And it's all because you just and, – and he were he was a reporter. He was a political reporter for a local television you know, conglomerate. We wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do. He wanted to tell the truth. He wanted to uncover things that you and I, as a general public, who pays the salary of politicians, needed to know. And he wouldn't let him do it. So one thing about Joseph – he, when he goes up to a wall, he'll either dig under it, go around it, or go over it. He doesn't stop and go back the other way. That's right. And I mean, am I right? Absolutely. And you never even told me that. Yeah. Amen. But I know that because I'm a very good judge of character. I know where your heart's at. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. And it's going to be tough. So let's look into the future. I hate being negative, but let's just say you don't make it. Mm -hmm. What's next for Joseph Luciano? Well, it really depends on how this election goes. Uh, if if I don't win, does Gavin Newsom win? Does a Republican win? Oh, yeah. If, if I'm wrong about one of these flagship Republicans, they happen to get it into office and they happen to do a great job, then I'm not going to rail against them. I'm going to sit back and let them do a great job and, until they do otherwise. Right. So I'll look elsewhere. There's, uh, you know, there's, like I said, my, my ultimate goal right now is to stand up against the uh, domestic enemies of the Constitution who are holding office in our state, uh, and I'm I'm going to replace them one way or another. So uh, I've I've taken a look at some local supervisor positions, Good. even that may, that may be opening up soon. I've heard that we might have a recall here in San Diego <laughs> to look forward to, and uh, you know I, I've I've looked in that direction. So there are some Plan Bs, but if Gavin Newsom wins this, then I will absolutely be running against him again. Mm -hmm. And if one of these flagship Republicans get in and do exactly what I think they're going to do, which is just cow to the cow tail to the left, bend the knee to the deep state, then I will absolutely be there to point that out and take their place. So you've basically committed to yourself that you're going to be in politics for a while. Well, I, at one level or another, I believe that right now we we all need to stand up in every way that we can yes. to these enemies of the Constitution who are in office. So I'm doing my best to lead by example because if I'm going to tell other people what to do, then I think I need to be doing it myself. So right. that's that's the bottom line. Right. And 
I know, folks, it sounds crazy, but this is not cheap, you know. And so anything you can do to help Joseph out, you know, anything from a dollar to a million, it doesn't make any difference. Just go to Joseph Luciano. You want to go to Joseph Luciano for governor or josephluciano.com? Just the name, josephluciano.com, and okay. absolutely any amount helps. Right. And then if and if you want him to come speak at your group, if you if you really were, you know, in, in, inspired by today's show, you can get a hold of him. Uh, at that website, uh, he does respond immediately at all hours of the day and night, I must add. Uh, but we have to make a change. And you can't sit on your couch and not make a change. You can't complain without making a change. You personally don't have to do it, but there's plenty of people out there that are willing to step into this quagmire all the way up to their knees. And I got to tell you, it's a messy, messy quagmire. But the state is savable, the country is savable, and if the last seven months haven't proved to you folks that we're going in the right direction, then you need to pack up and leave. Amen. Yeah. So with that being said, um, it, you've still got a lot on your plate. We're, you're going to keep fighting the fight till what, the fort. When is the actual? The 14th is... September 14th is the official date. Early voting, in-person voting begins September 11th, a 20th anniversary. Right. And... Uh, yeah, is that amazing? Amazing. Yeah, a crazy date to choose. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they've got mail-in voting that's that's still occurring right now, but please, everybody, vote in person. Yeah, do not mail it in. Don't take a chance. I mean, unless you... I mean, if you're going to mail it in, don't vote. I mean, I hate to say that, but just don't even bother. Because it could very easily go the wrong direction. And if you don't think there's an awful lot of Democrats very upset with the 2020 election, trust me, they are. You don't see them doing banners. You don't see bumper stickers. People are very upset, either the ones that didn't vote or the ones that did vote. But if you want to make a difference for you and your family and your kids' future families, you have to do it now and you have to protect your vote probably the most valuable thing you own is your vote because without it what are you and i you know there's there's polling areas that you can drop your your ballot off or you can go right straight to the registrar's office i mean it's but it's got to be done and you got to make sure you fill it out properly you got to make sure you sign it properly you i mean because they'll look for any and every excuse not you know to count that vote especially if it's for somebody that they're not looking for. Exactly, yeah. Any vote that's not for Gavin Newsom will be under extreme scrutiny. scrutiny. Yeah, which is totally, totally unfortunate. So we're not going to get any debates out of these guys, or so we're just going to have to bank on our own vetting is what it amounts to, or listen to the commercials that you're hearing. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think, frankly, you should – Take a look at the fact that I told you that there wasn't going to be a debate between these flagship Republicans. There's, you know, it's it's all over my social media. I talked about it extensively. I did my best to push for a debate constantly, um, and it, it didn't happen. They did everything that they could to avoid it. So I think you should take a look at the fact that I told you it was going to happen that way. It happened that way. And I think you can take a look at everybody who has participated in there actually not being a debate, which would be mainly, you know, Larry Elder, Caitlyn Jenner. And, I mean, I would think that right then and there that would be somebody that you could cross off the list because, you know, th- they're clearly playing along with the agenda that's anti-Californian. Why would they not want to debate? Uh, just because it, it, they're going to continue to make more money that way. Sure. 
Uh, you know, it's, it's, and that's the thing, you know, Larry Elder, not a politician, Caitlyn Jenner, not a politician, but they're, I think the two biggest money raisers for the Republicans right now. Right. Exactly. And I, I got to tell you folks, politicians have a tendency to promise you things they know they're not going to be able to keep. So you, if it, if it doesn't make sense and it doesn't look like it's going to happen, you know, then you need to think twice about it. That's why I asked Joseph in, in the last segment, you know, what are you going to do when you get into the uh, the chair? And he says, I'm going to look at things, and if it doesn't make sense, we're going to veto it. You didn't say, oh, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, because you know it's going to be extremely difficult. If you make it to the to the governor's mansion, you got it. You think you have an uphill battle today? Oh, yeah. It'll be twice as steep, but again, the more you get the word out, and you'll have a bigger platform then. See, that's the key. Yeah. You'll have a much bigger platform to get the word out. So We and, can change the narrative completely yes. where Gavin Newsom was is using his voice to every day tell you about gun violence. I can use it every day to tell you about how wonderful the Second Amendment is. Right, and how great our police officers are. Yep. And I would, I would put a program together where uh, a police officers make more money, have better coverage. And then are protected, whether they pull their, I mean, now they pull their firearm and fire it. They're automatically guilty. They're, they're taken off the job. They're basically, you know, interrogated to the hilt, you know, because, you know, they're automatically guilty without before innocent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to that communist agenda. It's really this commie Nazi agenda. I think they're trying to get, get rid of our good police officers and replace them with, with order takers with Mm -hmm. brown shirts essentially. So that's what we need to be watching for. Uh, you know, but these, you know, the, the day of the good law enforcer, the good soldier, uh, the, you know, those, those people who have answered the call to, protect their families to protect our families to keep the watch while we sleep i mean i i am i'm here to make sure that you have better conditions and that same goes for the law-abiding citizen you know right now that's the thing is is the criminals really being empowered because again it, it's it's what's going to lead to the collapse that that will allow a greater authority to step in they're trying to create this elite class and street class and it's 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 you know it, we have to remember united we stand divided we fall that's right where where they might see division whether it be through color uh gender religion occupation etc we need to look past and see that we're all americans if we actually care about the future of this country then our values are actually going to to be much more in a line than the media is going to have us believe that's why i say vote with your values don't vote with how the media is telling you to go that's right josephluciano.com and do me a favor if you get into the big chair Fix Imperial Beach, will you? <laughs> oh, will you man, shove so that sewage sad. the other way? So sad. Isn't that, I mean, how long has that failure been going on? It's an oxymoron. How long have you been alive? Yeah, it's an oxymoron. I mean, because here we have San Diego, America's finest city. We're also the world's most polluted, polluted spot right now. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. How they get away with it is absolutely mind-boggling. Well, folks, it's been great talking with Joseph. Again, josephluciano.com. It's, you can write him in. They left a special box down at the bottom right just for you to put his name in there. And I guarantee you, if you vote Joseph Luciano in, you will see a positive twist here in California. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You ought to know coming up next, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Thank you so much for listening to The Joseph Luciano Show. To find out more information or to donate to Joseph's campaign for governor of California, visit josephluciano.com. 
J-O-S-E-P-H-L-U-C-I-A-N-O dot C-O-M. Again, that's josephluciano.com. J-O-S-E-P-H-L-U-C-I-A-N-O dot C-O-M. Together, we will make a difference in our great state. Again, thank you for listening. God bless California, and God bless the United States of America.